I'm not sure if he's the originator of the quote, but John Maxwell says all the time that the most important day of your life is the day that you're born. But the second most important day of your life, that one's a little more difficult to discover. It's worth every minute of it, but it's not easy. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And actually, here's what John Maxwell says. He says, the most important day of your life is the day that you're born. And the second most important day in your life is the day that you discover why. Now, there are some people out there who have the blank slate theory, meaning that every human being is born just as a blank slate. And whatever happens to them, it's like mud on a white car. It's whatever splashes on becomes the color that they are, becomes the nature that they are, becomes the character and the personality that they are. Others believe that you pretty much come from the womb as you're going to be. And so whatever environment you're in may mold you a little bit, but basically you're already who you are. You already have the kind of temperament that you're going to have the rest of your life. You already have the level of acumen that you're going to have for the rest of your life. You already have the IQ that you're going to have for the rest of your life. You already have certain gifts and talents and abilities. And, and you just have to kind of figure out your way like a puzzle piece to, to you stick in there somewhere and you stay. And for many people, that means that they'll follow the normal process. They'll grow up in their home. They'll go through their years of regular education. They'll, if they feel like they've got the right gifts and talents, they'll go on to college and maybe get an undergrad or a graduate, or even a postgraduate degree and become very brilliant in their field. But I can tell you from firsthand experience, the number of people that I've met, I met one just, just yesterday, in fact, who has a degree in one thing and works in an entirely different field, perfectly content. Because the who that they thought they were when they went to college, when they paid all that money for college tuition and student loans, uh, that person, they outgrew. Not somebody else, themselves. They outgrew themselves. They outgrew the understanding of, of who they were as they got older, as they experienced life, as they went through relationships, good ones and bad ones. And now they're in a job that they're perfectly happy with, but it's not what they trained for. It's not what they went to school for. So you have to ask yourself, is, is that a good part of the journey or a bad part of the journey? Have they wasted the money on education or have they finally found their calling? Is that bank, blank slate or is that you pretty much come into this life with everything you need? And see that balance between the two, that, that really is the struggle. And the struggle along the way is awareness. How do I raise the level of awareness about myself? How do I pay enough attention to the things that I say and the way that I respond to discover where I could grow? How do I get better at that? Now, the, the four levels of learning, that idea of being unconsciously incompetent. You don't know what you don't know. And then right after that, you get that consciously incompetent. You realize, okay, I've seen somebody do a heel kick. I've seen someone do a perial wet. I've seen someone, you know, with a 90 mile an hour tennis serve. I can't do any of those. I am consciously aware I can't do any of those. Maybe it's training. Maybe it's practice. Maybe it's habit. Maybe I just don't have the right physique for it. But I can't do any of those. I am brutally aware of my incompetence in that area. 
But then there are some of those things that I might be able to pick up after time, after the right training, after the right exercise, after the right diligence, after the right effort. And if I apply myself well enough, I could do that, but I'd still have to concentrate to be able to do it well. And then there are those things that either they come so naturally that I don't realize other people struggle with them, or I've worked at them until I've mastered them and it's now second nature and I can do them. One illustration that people use often, and it's, it's fairly accurate, is driving home. You become unconsciously or subconsciously competent at driving home. If somebody were to ask you, how do you get to your house? You would probably skip two or three turns somewhere in the directions you're giving them because you do them almost automatically. You don't even think about them. And to the degree that you've probably never pulled up in front of somebody else's house and went, wow, I'm at the wrong house. But you probably have pulled up in front of your own house and went, wow, I'm home already. Because your mind can be distracted and you'll still get there. See, the reality of our own internal relationship, and by internal relationship, I mean how we deal with ourselves, is that we often get so distracted by what's going on in life that we're not even paying any attention to the who that we really are. The, the, the challenges that we face internally, the, the baggage, the mud that's been slung at us through the course of our life, and so we don't deal with it. We just leave it on there, and we assume that's part of our life. Well, if that was the case, everybody's cars would pretty much look the same. Everybody's life would pretty much look the same. All the pain and all the baggage and all the horrible things going on in our life would weigh us all down until we can't move. But it's also obvious that some people have moved past those things, past the things that have happened to them, past the traumas in their life, past the bad mistakes they made on their own, past their limited awareness. And they've become aware that I have a chance to grow. I have a chance to be somebody else. Now, I can tell you, as I consistently am on my own personal journey, I'm now in about the 12th year of truly applying everything that I have to becoming a better person. Right? That means I wasted almost 30 years of my life, almost 35 years of my life, not doing that. Oh, I was always a learner. I've always been a, a, a bookworm and, and studying and reading things. But using those things to make me a better person, that's been a tough journey. Let me give you this one illustration and then I'm going to close, but I want you to think about the truth of the statement. The most important day in your life is the day you're born, and the second most important day in your life is the day you discover why. See, when I was in Honduras, one of the things that we would do is go into the village in, uh, outside of Tegucigalpa, and the little kids would come to us. They had no shoes. They would walk on caliche streets, and their little feet would be all festered and blistered. They would have cracks in their skin where the dirt had gotten inside and they would be infected with pus and, and raw, sore feet. And we would, as people from the Air Force and Army base, we would go down to them with these little sponge scrub brushes that had soap and disinfectant inside them. And we would have to put their little foot in a headlock and scrub for all that they could tolerate to get all of the dirt and all of the dead skin and all of the infection off of the surface so that their foot could begin to heal. And we would scrub it and they would scream and we would try to soothe them the best we could. But what we knew is if we didn't get that infection out, if we didn't deal with the bad things going on in their world right now, the infection would set in and they would lose their foot, maybe even their leg, maybe even their life. 
Now, we didn't cause the pain that they were dealing with. We didn't cause the infection of their foot. We didn't cause the trouble they were coping with. But we were working to help them clear it, to clean it, to heal it. And as we held their little feet and they would cry and someone would hold their hands and someone would hug them, it was everything we could in ourselves to cope with the pain we were inflicting on them. But sometimes that's what love does. If you're in that journey and you're trying to discover, why am I here? What is my purpose? What am I on this earth for? I'm going to challenge you to find a coach, to find a mentor, to find someone in your life who can walk along that side journey with you and watch you as you go through the pain and offer you a hand to get back up again because there are going to be days that simply knock you off your feet. But in this journey, you're going to discover a much different you than you ever knew existed. A much more powerful you than you ever knew existed. You're going to discover the places where what you always thought was just your personality is really just mud someone slung at you long ago. And as you remove those things and find the brilliance of you that's there to shine, the natural you, the way you were created to be, you're going to find something very powerful, very beautiful. And it's going to be challenging. There's a high price to pay to discover that second most important day in your life. Why are you here? I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.